Welcome back to Trending in Education. This is Brandon Jones. There's no Dan Strafford here today. Yeah. But there is that, yeah, came from uh, my co-host, Mike Palmer. Mike Palmer, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're uh, we're, we're missing Dan? Yeah. Uh, oh, that was a question. No, we're, I'm sorry. No, we're, we're missing Dan. We're missing Dan. Yeah, Dan that, we, is out filling, fulfilling his civic duty yeah. uh, in a uh, court in uh, in Brooklyn. He's in the- No, 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 in, uh, in Waltham, uh, Ma- Oh, that's right. He's yeah. in, he's You're a, the Brooklyn. I was the Brooklyn- uh, He's the Waltham Mass, there's something, some end of the line. Master. Yeah. So um, he is uh, fulfilling his civic duty. He's on the right side of the law here. He's just a, he's a, gonna be a, a rural juror. Yes. Not a, uh, assuming, not, assuming he behaves. Not, he's not standing as the accused. Assuming he behaves himself, he'll stay on the right side of the law. So we're thinking of you, Dan. Be a good juror. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll get the report back from Dan. While we're here today, we're going to talk a little bit more about March Madness. Yes. Uh, put, yes. Uh, put a, a little final uh, bonbon on, uh, on that Sunday that we've had mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and uh, talk a little bit about our predictions and check in to see uh, where we are at this point in the year. Yes. So, uh, we have, to, as, as folks uh, saw last week uh, and, and voted and tweeted, uh, we had two finalists, Kid Solving and Fake News. Uh, fake News was one of your drafts. I think, was it a, um, yeah. was it a, num- was your second, second round draft there? Yeah, I think it might have been a, the sixth pick or something, Somewhere fifth or sixth, yeah. something like that. So any, any, uh, any other final thoughts on our, our two finalists from, uh, from this year? Uh, I mean, I thought it was very, uh, it was a topical matchup and, uh, I, I was, I was pretty happy with that. They're both very, uh, zeitgeisty. They are. You know, so I'm trying to say zeitgeist more. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause I like the way I say zeitgeist. <laughs> but, uh, Congratulations yeah, no, I've worked on it. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, this takes, this takes, it seems natural, but it's really more about the prep, mm. you know? But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so I think we, we kind of captured something and then, uh, also speaking of capturing something. One of the uh, one of the folks who submitted uh, bracket predictions was thirteen for thirteen up until the last matchup, uh, which was fake news versus social and emotional learning. Yeah, I think the and is um, optional. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you correct me more? Yeah. On the on the pronunciation. So, uh, let's, just, let's put a put a yeah. uh, let's hold that yes. point because I definitely sure. want to we come back, to come back to that. Show. Yeah. But so someone went. Uh, so she was Samantha uh, Jaklinski. Yes. Yeah. Was uh, thirteen for thirteen. She That's got all impressive. thirteen predictions right. Yeah. And then in the the last matchup to go to the finals, mm. she had SEL beating uh, uh, fake news. Fake news. Yeah. And, and then and then had kids solving to win the whole thing. So I think we're still tabulating the results uh, as we speak. But uh, I think this, I, I'm expecting uh, kids solving to win. Yeah, I think that uh, my my hope is that it does. You know, you and I sure. both are, are hey, optimists. But we'll, it's uh, we'll talk more about our predictions in, in just a second. I think we we may actually even get and maybe even in this show through the the, the magic of uh, of tv yes of t- time magic time magic may have samantha jaklinski here uh with with dan so either either with someone someone needs to talk to that woman because she's a predictor she she's is. a predictor of predictions Rohit, look out she's like a meta meta predictor she met and she never met a prediction she doesn't like yeah and uh, she's tapped into the social media too uh, of course you know and I, I think she even does work in that area right she, well sort of yeah. yeah i mean she she is on social media yeah yeah, yeah. so dan uh, dan may be talking to samantha later in the show or later in uh in life sure. uh, but yes. uh, good good job predicting 
Um, I said I was going to come back to you, and, and here we here we now are. Yes. So I, we had. Um, I, I think I can share. This Please. Like no. Oh. Oh. Now. You, the, now you're trying to be kind. Yes. Is this this is the kind part? Be, be, be okay. Kind, fast yeah. Forward. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then correct me repeatedly. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, yes. please continue. Um, please. <laughs> the shining style. I will, I will correct you. <laughs> um, so we, we had a little discussion on, a, on, on our last show about, is it social emotional learning? Sure. Or socio emotional learning? I get socio emotional, baby. That was going to be that's, my kind call. That was, that was Whitney. That's, that's the way I go. <laughs> yeah. Your, your Whitney rendition is unlike crack, not wax. That's, that's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't mind the Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love the Whitney. Some pipes on, on her. Forget about it. Um, Gone too soon. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So, um, the, uh, I, I then went to, speaking of the zeitgeist, sure. I went, went to a little Google trending. Sure. Sure. What did we find? I, I'm 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 trying to pull it up here. On my, I think what you found, on my laptop. what you found and shared with me. So yes. there, I guess we found it. Once yeah. you shared it, was that uh, socio-emotional learning is a much smaller percentage. It's like one percent or less, yes. right? Uh, which, and then interestingly, you then said, uh, and I believe this is a direct quote. Uh-huh. Uh, that the, all the cool kids, or actually, it's I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> there was something about the cool kids. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting question, where if 99% of the people are saying one thing, and 1% are saying something else, you are the 1%. Who are the cool kids? Yeah. I, definitely I, the 99%. Well, I, I think you clearly feel that. Yeah. <laughs> and and what's great about the diverse and inclusive world that we live in today is that folks who are of the, the minority can also feel equally confident that they're in the, the, the cooler side of that equation mm. where uh, the rest of the world is just not as caught up on the truth. Is that wool real scratchy on your eyes? Is it, hey, man. Is it real scratchy? I think people like a little, uh, a little tension. So yeah. I, thought, I thought I would bring, plus I got to sing. So, and then the resolution was, yes. we get so <laughs> emotional, baby. It's nice, you right? You it back. That, yeah. was, that was a callback laughter, laughter, just a couple minutes laughter ago. And learning or almost laughter almost and learning. laughter yeah. and almost learning that but the one thing that we we, um, we teased uh, just a second ago is there is this um, this this word and that, yes that yes may, right may sometimes it's sometimes there sometimes not for sure and uh, there was an interesting article I have to dig it up and share it with you guys uh, from uh, Ariana Huffington about the importance of and nowadays mm. and and thinking yeah uh, sort of the way you're describing it uh, that it, it's a little different with social and emotional where I think that's a natural end. Like you think about those two things going together. So maybe just put them together into one word like socio-emotional and you're right there. Boom. It's efficient. You don't add, you, you can pronounce it faster. You know, those of us who are ahead of trend are thinking about, you know, something like socio, socio-emotional as opposed to having to say end in the middle. But, but like the idea of thinking that you can do something and something else at the same time is something that uh, you know Huffington and folks at Thrive are, are trying to explore because yeah. like the thr- like she's very focused on sleep. Actually, should, that'd be an interesting uh, guest too. Honestly, is trying to figure out someone from from that that side of things. But but it was an interesting article where it was basically saying that you know we've uh, historically had to make choices of either this or that, and increasingly there are opportunities to actually be able to do this and that. So, sure. And, uh, you know, Netflix is an example where best in class uh, content company, also best in class technology company. Right. And they're able to be 
both of those things at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and is better than the or. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so maybe uh, I'm thinking that might be a new trend. I think, uh, or it's a trend that's already out there, but uh, but those of us who didn't nail our, our trend predictions <laughs> for the year are, are looking for, uh, for safe harbors uh, so that we can continue to hang. And granted, I don't mind my, 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 two, my two stabs at this year. Yeah. We're fine, but like you kind of had a runaway. You, the thing is, like your predictions, uh, kid solving yes. and uh, strengthening. Yes, like you were good in that. You know which one you're holding on to, and you know which <laughs> one you're letting go. Not so much that strength based anything is yeah. a, is a hey, bad thing. Hey, before, it's just before you strength, bury it, strengthening. Yeah, yeah. So I could have. Uh, that's my socio emotional learning is strengthening. I put the word together the wrong way. It's fine. <laughs> you're ahead of trend. I live and learn. No, yeah. you're you're Hashtag you're ABL. you're Always an innovator. You're an innovator. Yeah. So let's talk about our predictions here for a second. So yeah, one of the things that uh, you know, we went we went back and, and listened to our work. Ref, you know, reflecting on your own work is, is part of <laughs> sure of the learning process. Absolutely. It's like maybe going, part of the healing process. It's like going back to the the film. Right. Going you know, back to like you see all the missed tackles yeah. and uh, all the times where you deked when you should have juked? I feel like there was a time when, when you deked around, uh, <laughs> is there any way that education is going to grab a national headline? With the current political landscape with, uh, with our president uh, in office, like nothing else will dominate the, the headlines. Like, the, like education, making it into the attention economy we were just talking about, maybe maybe higher education will dominate the ed tech headlines, but like how does education make mainstream media news? It's basically, he had another prediction about uh, U.S. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos will step down. That's probably the only way it dominates more broad news cycles is like you need Betsy DeVos to be doing something outrageous, sensational. Think, yeah, the other way is um, like uh, free speech stuff on campuses, like where there sure. are, um, you know, uh, whether it's alt-right groups makes and their, their rights to, to have free speech. I think that, that's, a, that's another place. It could be like a flashpoint, but, it, yeah. but it's more like flashpoint, like as opposed to like educational policy and like the tax, impl the implications of the tax plan on higher ed funding that's going to make education news, but it's not going to dominate the more broad news cycle unless something fundamental changes. That was part of my predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, so I talk, let's talk about that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Hey, I'm a, I'm a 21st century man. I'm able to accept uh, opportunities to learn as, uh, as Nelson Mandela said, I never lose. I either win or learn. Yeah. It's pretty so, good. So this, Hey, I'm quoting Mandela. I yeah. should just, we could wrap right there, uh, but uh, or, or yeah, but um, but yeah. When I what I'm learning from my prediction is that uh, things can change really fast, and um, unfortunately, <laughs> some of the ways in which things are changing uh, are problematic. So, like it's it's almost it's not so much uh, a black swan, but it's more that you know, what actually happens is ultimately pretty unlikely uh, relative to all the potential scenarios that could happen. So I just think like the, the, the flashpoint around uh, the, the school shooting in Florida, I think really kind of dictated the year in education and it became much bigger than 
the previous narrative, which was all about uh, about the president and the Russia investigation and, you know, sort of the 24-7 news cycle um, was really dominating with one narrative and one storyline so predominantly that in some ways it opened up for a counter, a counter movement uh, that we're seeing now with, uh, you know, the March for Our Lives and uh, all the stuff uh, I, I thought you very eloquently talked about around um, the, the, the students in Florida and actually the students in Chicago and across, across the country, how the kids are sort of uh, making some new things happen. Um, so, uh, I'll, I learned from that. I learned that uh, it's very difficult to predict around those kinds of flashpoints. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to sort of reconcile the reality that we live in once we're seeing it. Um, so I think that'll inform how I think about predicting the future uh, moving forward. Because mm -hmm. even I thought kid solving was spot on, but the actual way in which it's playing out is was was very difficult to predict. Sure. Yeah. I I think you know if we could rewind the tape, um, obviously we would have preferred that the flashpoint not happen and kid solving uh, could have, and I I still think would have become a trend um, were it not for that. It would have if it were slower and happier. Um, that would have been happier for for all. I think. But yep. uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's right. And um, you know, maybe next time we talk to to Rohit um, one. Rohit, you're welcome to, to talk to me about kid solving and see if it can uh, make the 2019 list. But um, about the, the, that construct of sort of flash points turning into to sort of begetting trends coming out of them, right? Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. uh, for someone who's a professional prognosticator, right, um, right. you know, how, how do you not just take the, the sort of slow trends and, and see which ones are surfacing, but mm -hmm. also think about what things maybe it's uh, thinking about the environmental factors and what kind of flashes they might be ripe for right um interesting interesting stuff on, yeah uh, on that yeah and also uh you know honestly so because this is the we're at the quarter post mark yeah uh right i think it's the quarter post mark quarter yeah. post mark from like, the, like with the ponies yeah yeah or uh there are furlongs involved too right yes. i mean like i don't know exactly how that works yeah. but uh but yeah so uh we're at the quarter the quarter point in the year yeah and uh i think the year trend wise does feel feels like some shape some shapes to trends are starting to emerge like, like strengths <laughs> exactly yeah. But, uh, but uh, just you got to put the S in it. And then especially with it being uh, the midterm elections in the fall, heading into the summer with new forms of activism and engagement from um, really K-12 predominantly, but I imagine that'll spill into undergrad and uh, probably a little more generational movement, mm -hmm. uh, which is what uh, it really is starting to feel like. That's pretty interesting. So it's interesting to be doing a trend show while these bigger movements are starting to emerge. It almost feels like the ways, it, like based on this most recent flashpoint, and maybe we were ready as a culture to see this shift, but like based on that recent flashpoint, we're now uh, seeing movement level activation, the level to which we really haven't seen since maybe the the 60s and the 70s which uh which i think you were you were even referring to that yeah it was the big the uh, the march for our lives was the biggest uh collective march since 
Vietnam War, Vietnam War protests. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I think that's fa factually, yes, it is sort of the, like, like we haven't seen in decades. Yeah. And then at the same time for fake news to be also so predominant in the national consciousness, uh, it's why like our, our fun little bracket is actually right on like, and, and we kind of crowdsourced it, it too. So it's like, you know, thanks to our listeners, thanks to everybody who voted. Uh, Cause I do feel like we're actually, we got our finger on uh, some trends that, uh, you know, some of them we're starting to get on early. Uh, we're also kind of reflective on how we're predicting and we're starting to engage our audience differently. We're also talking about, one thing we did talk about was trying to engage more with teachers. Um, which is something we'd love to hear from more folks who are actively, uh, you know, out in, out in classrooms and teaching, uh, even teaching from their homes if they're teaching digitally. Um, there's really interesting stuff happening. And, um, you know, teacher pay is another thing that we, um, we did want to try to tackle at the appropriate time. Um, yeah, I think we'll get back to that in the show coming, coming soon, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, um, I think I, just on one last uh, maybe note on on predictions. So how are you feeling about about yours at the at this quarter po at this quarter post? Well, I, I guess I, I think I've also learned some more uh, coming through part, uh, the the March Madness, uh, where uh, I'm more. I think there's like noticing trends and noticing macro trends early is a big thing. But I also think advocating and pushing attention towards things we think are important is also uh, important. And uh, for me, I doubled up on my importance. Yeah, you it's, sure did. it's really important. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, I think time hacks and understanding how to learn better and learn faster and getting more efficient about your learning intake, uh, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about. Yeah. So I think that one I can actually advocate for and try to bring that to at least this platform and other places where, where people might listen, because I actually think the world's changing. Like the, the speed with which um, I'm even able to learn at this point in my life, I, I think is kind of unprecedented. And it, a lot of it is when I'm on the go, I'm listening and I'm listening faster than uh, the speed at which it was originally recorded. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually increasing my, my knowledge intake. And at the same time, I'm also thinking about sleep and thinking about, um, when I just need to consolidate and process information. And um, it's actually been somewhat transformative. Like I actually am, I, I can see myself learning better. And it's like, it's an interesting intellectual awakening for me. So I think that's one that I'm gonna continue to, to pursue. We have to figure out how to write a Turopicon uh, something. That right? was my big takeaway from the yeah. March Madness prediction right, show right. Um, and bracket show is, uh, alas, poor Turopicon, yeah. we knew you well. A future um, guest. Come on, we got to get our act together. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Raise that arm up. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, we'll, we'll wrap this here. We'll be back at you uh, with the final results from yes. the, uh, the, the March Madness, which yeah. has already happened, it's, but it, we're still, we're still yeah. calculating. The, we're yeah, using the abacus. Yeah. Dan, Dan is off in, in Waltham with his, yeah. his gonculator. Uh -huh. So, uh, so more, uh, more to come on that. And uh, we'll be back at you soon. Another, end, another episode of Trending in Education. This is Brandon Jones, Mike Palmer. We'll see you again soon.